0: This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathart, your host, Brandon
1: Rathart. Does that mean President Biden thinks it is a threat to democracy if somebody votes Republican? No. That's a that's a ridiculous question. No. Alright, so that was a little bit after lunchtime for us yesterday here in Mid-Mill Fox. It's Pete Ducey asking uh KJP, so Biden's doing this, does it mean it's bad if Republicans vote? And then, I don't know, about five hours later. He has
2: abused his power and put the loyalty to himself. Unity. An article of faith in the MAGA Republican Party. Unity. The extreme MAGA element of the Republican Party, which is a minority of that party, as I said earlier. Unity. But is this driving force to suppress the right of voters. Wrong. And subvert the electoral system itself.
1: There's been no suppression of voters' rights, absolutely positively, nowhere here in America, nowhere here in mid Missouri. So. Pete Ducey asking KJP oh, the president is saying this and if we so if Republicans vote that's and he said besides what we played for you there he did say though these ultimate uh, ulti- uh, ultimate MAGA Republicans Mega, MAGA, whatever name they're using this week they did exactly that that is the White House United States of America that's the president his people doing that stuff that's why I say uh, I don't care what the office is I cannot think it well if If the Boone county sheriffs election were this year, I would vote for a Democrat dwayne Carey. but that's law enforcement that's that's my caveat there um locally uh there's just i just don't see a reason and i'm an independent i consider myself an independent libertarian who leans heavily conservative, but i I just don't uh, uh, to the point uh, Democrats really should not even be considered marsh maybe that's the first. I don't know if it's a question so much as a statement to Carla Stack, Cole County presiding commissioner candidate. Uh, Independent. Independent. Uh, She's joining us on the show later this morning. Welcome into the show, Stephanie Bell, producer Hannah, John Mars, Brian Halsworth. My name is Brandon Rath. Thank you for being here, president. A lot of folks got excited last night about the president's speech. He got angry and he gets up and he said what we expected. I'll tell you, I think it's falling flat. Because reaction from national news outlets usually, man, they're eating this stuff up. Man, it's like a kid on his birthday party, just scarfing that cake down. That's how the national news outlets handles this stuff when the president gets out. And really, it, it, it was it was nothing, um, and, and I think that's very telling. Eight seven four ninety three ninety. I think it's very telling. The mood of America done with Democrats. They're looking at their paychecks, looking at the, the, the their bank accounts. Somebody said a couple of weeks ago, Brandon, you tell people, don't look at your retirement account. Don't look at your retirement account. I'm like, yeah, I'm saying that. This guy said, flip the script. Tell people, encourage people to look at their <laughs> retirement accounts. Encourage people. You think that would work, Marsh? Go to people. Hey, you voted for Biden. Uh, here's your debit card. And here's your retirement account since Biden has taken office.
3: Do people really not look...
1: I don't. I accidentally did a couple of months ago because I get two different mailed statements. One is just, this is how we're investing it. And then I apparently I get another one that says, here's how much money you ain't got no more. And I opened the envelope that said, here's how much money you ain't got no more since the tragic events of January 20th, 2021. It was an act. But yeah, I don't. Do you?
3: Uh, I track it like quarterly. Yeah? Yeah. It's how- not It's not going well. <laughs> yeah. And I've been tracking... Mars, how's
1: yours looking? Never mind. How's worth? How's your uh, next question? uh, Hannah, how's it? Never mind. Eight. Yeah. eight seven four ninety three ninety. Chuck, welcome to the show. What is on your mind?
2: Well, uh, I hope Joe Biden continues to give these speeches. I hope he gives them two or three times a day, right up until the election, because every time he opens his mouth, he's just reminding everybody how disgusted they are and. We need that because we know how short America's memory is. And, uh, you know, it always cracks me up. I still think about um, Dwayne Johnson doing that interview with Kamala Harris and Joe Biden back when they were all batting their eyelashes at one another. It was all cool. But it's funny how these people aren't speaking out literally against him yet still. They just went quiet and went and hid in the closet.
1: Chuck, thank you for the phone. You're Chuck, the truck driver. Uh, where are we on diesel? You know. So I keep hearing we're, we're running out of diesel in 25 days. we had a 25-day supply. I understand apparently the misunderstanding that people were hearing on that. Well, we have a 25-day supply, a rolling supply. In other words, tomorrow we don't have a 24-day supply the next day. We have a rolling 25-day supply. You're a Chuck driver. Real quick, bottom line on what's happening with diesel.
2: Yeah, uh, you know, even there for a while, people said, "Oh, diesel prices are getting better." No, they haven't improved at all. In yeah. fact, they're going back up. Yeah. And uh, well, from what I hear from other drivers, now I don't go up that way a whole lot, but I talk to a lot of drivers who do. Is the Northeast is particularly the the worst no. affected area? Is yeah. what I'm hearing.
1: Uh, and you're the guy that's uh, bringing my cans of Progressive Soup to Schultes and Mosiers and uh, <laughs> Hy-Vee. and so you're so it's not you. It's... Uh, what your company has to do. And then, and then it's the gas prices they have to pay. Uh, and so who's to blame for the gas prices? And we get this question all the time. Why is it the president's fault about gas prices when it's a it's a global issue? And I say, well, I am citing NATO. Uh, and I'll play this. Chuck, thank you, man. I appreciate the insight. And here's who I am citing from NATO. General Todd Walters. I think he felt like he had uh, popular support. By the way, let me preface this by saying the question was to General Todd Walters testifying in Washington, D.C., question was uh why because gas prices are high a lot of that because of the russian invasion of ukraine so, he's being asked about this, Mr. Todd Walters is.
2: I think he felt like he had uh, popular support of the citizens of Russia. I also felt like he was attempting to take advantage of fissures that could have appeared in NATO as a result of the post-Afghanistan environment.
1: So, when he says he, the general there is referring to Vladimir Putin. Vladimir Putin saw Joe's weakness in pulling out of Afghanistan. And it goes back to something Stephanie and I have been talking about every since this whole thing. Ever since the tragic events of January the 20th of 2021. And that Uh, We look bad on a worldwide stage. 874 9390. Garth, welcome into the show. What is on your mind this morning?
2: Good morning, everyone. Happy pre Friday. But this, uh, each time Biden uh, speaks, it's like the gift that keeps on giving for the Republican Party or anybody that's uh, on the fence. And the best part is, you know, forget about the mailers,
1: forget about the robocalls, forget about anything
2: else. This is the, he keeps just, giving and giving and it doesn't cost a dime so i think the media should give them prime time and let the republicans and the independents just sit back save their war chest and let biden speak and just keep speaking and watch the poll numbers keep ticking in the opposite
1: direction towards the uh the independents and the republicans so to me
2: it's like i think we're looking at this all wrong i think we should like give them prime time 24 7 up until election day and one last thing let's go brandon <laughs> hey,
1: thank you. Uh Garth. Party on, Garth
2: <laughs> uh, I tell you what, I don't know where as I say the Southern don't know where you all been. Hot damn, boy. I tell you, look.
1: Joe Biden, hot dang, boy. Uh so it's not a Southern saying. That's you know, Garth, he's on to something. Put Joe Biden on the national T V every single night. Garth is right. Uh Chuck is right. The guy who said encourage people. Can we put I, the
3: scary red lights behind him too?
1: right and menacing music. I want to go to, like, the Boone County Mule Skinners meeting and and say, hey, everybody, look at your retirement accounts. You're going to vote for Joe some more? 874-9390. Danny, welcome into the show. What's on your mind
2: today? (laughs) I I think one of the
4: funniest things that I've
2: seen lately is I think uh, Joe Biden is campaigning more this go-around than he did even for his own election. (laughs) Yeah, you're right.
1: Uh, He's campaigning even more uh, and and it, with the other thing that is interesting, obviously, is the number of people who they, they they don't want him there. They don't want him campaigning. They don't like talking about him. How many times have we seen it on the TV? So, do you want Joe to to uh, campaign for you? And they're like, well,
2: maybe the maybe the Republicans are to start having Joe come and speak at their events. It might actually help. <laughs> Man, you got you are on it this morning. Danny,
1: we appreciate you being a part of Wake Up Mid-Missouri. There's some really good ideas. Get these Republicans. Hey, Joe, you want to come campaign for me? Uh, I'll just sit over here, drink some lemonade in the lawn chair, and you go up and if you can speak, if you do about like a five or ten minute set, say whatever you want. Uh, I'll be over here looking at my retirement accounts. Uh, and we'll see you back here tomorrow night.
0: I will say this. It is interesting. Um, the the tone last night um, kind of took me aback, <clears throat> particularly when he was basically what he's saying is democracy was at stake uh, in this election. That said that any sitting president, generally speaking, when they request time on the national outlets in prime time, they generally get it. I would expect that if he needed to speak again or wanted to speak again on national television, they would probably give him the time. I don't know that they would cut into the World Series, uh, but most of the networks I would think, uh, regardless of the president, traditionally have broken in. If you remember when President Trump spoke a few times, um the progressives complained that the networks gave him airtime. But generally speaking, a sitting president is gonna get the airtime if they request it.
1: Uh, By the way, apparently, history, another history. I I don't watch the World Series. I'm watching, uh, who is it we're watching, Marsh? Who's the guy we're paying attention to? Outfielder for the Philadelphia Phillies. Brandon Brandon Marsh. Brandon Marsh. Who had a home run last night. Oh, yeah. The night before. The night before. And a record. last night. Uh, It was was not last night. Two record-setting nights in a row. You had five home runs by by the Phillies in a World Series game. That uh, tied a record. And then last night, only the second time in the history of postseason baseball has there been a no-hitter. And it was a combined five people pitching in. Teamwork. Taking ownership of it to pitch a no-hitter.
0: That's, and, and just shut them down completely. I mean, that's pretty amazing, especially a team that had five home
1: runs the night before. Yeah, pretty impressive. Um, all right, a couple of things. Paul Pelosi, we have the, the police report here, and we're not going to have time to do it here, but I'm just trying to, like, what do we do different with it? And I'm still trying to seek guidance. Uh, Mars, let me ask your opinion here, and I'm being serious, me and you. Uh, so we have the Paul Pelosi, is like just the meat of it. But I had Santa Claus narrate it for us. Uh, tacky, or sh- what do you think? Like maybe seven thirty-five. Sure. All right. It's so- that
2: time of the season. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, and we're not condoning or laughing about violence. And our lawyers say we have to say that just in case. I think you're pretty smart. You know that that's not what we're doing here. The story is weird, though. Steph, what do you think? Seven thirty-five, like the the set, or should we just read it? Because I'm thinking if we read it and go through it.
3: I want to hear Santa.
1: Santa? Doing the... Uh, producer Hannah?
5: Stephanie wants to hear Santa read it.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: From the chick that doesn't even... I mean, from the person, sorry, that doesn't even <laughs> like... Sorry, that was... I didn't mean it. From somebody who doesn't even like Santa. Right. Before we move forward, because I, I do want to get into what's hot with uh, Hannah. Uh, why is it that you don't like Santa? I think I think we need to know, because people are like, Stephanie, she doesn't like puppy dog breath and Santa Claus.
3: It's not that I don't like Santa. It's that in fifth grade... There was a trial. I was a prosecutor and Santa was on trial. I think that's how I got accused of not liking Santa. Breaking and entering, right? (laughs) I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Yeah, so Stephanie told us that innocent little
5: story and of course Brandon and I immediately go, you hate Santa Claus. And it
3: just stuck, right?
1: And it will for your for our entire uh, i think
3: you guys asked me why i was a lawyer when i first knew <laughs> and that was my first legal experience was prosecuting santa
1: <laughs> that's like a dark that's almost like the concept of a halloween movie young prosecuting attorney prosecutes santa what were you prosecuting him for
3: i i think john might be right i think it, maybe it was breaking and <laughs> oh
5: god!
1: all right what's hot with hannah today what do you got for us hannah
3: you know some
5: workplaces are going to a four-day work week but there's a business in florida that took it even further And they're seeing some good results.
0: This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathard. Or What's Hot with Hannah.
5: You know, I feel like we were talking yesterday about how the new normal is one of the annoying things that your coworkers can say. But I'm going to talk about the new normal. So I apologize. (laughs) I apologize for the annoyance.
1: There she goes again,
2: man.
5: (laughs) So Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of workplaces are going to doing four tens during the week. So, you know, you get Friday or Monday off typically. Uh, my fiancé, where he works, is one of those people. He gets Mondays off, which I'm kind of jealous of, to be honest. But a Chick-fil-A in Miami, Florida, actually started doing three-day work, day, work weeks. Is this a Gen Z
3: thing? Um, Maybe.
1: So, as full-time employees, basically working 13 hours, 13 and a half hours a day to get their full-time hours three days a week.
3: Yeah,
5: so they were having a hard time keeping help, and they were always hiring... And as soon as they went to a 3-day work week, they got f- over 400 applications in just one week for only one full-time position that they had open. The manager just decided to do 3-day work weeks. They work anywhere from 12 to 14 hours a day, which sounds terrible to me. Um and they work 3 consecutive days and then you get 4 consecutive days off, which sounds nice, I guess.
1: Yeah. Uh so I did a four-day four work week when I was a ski guide, I mean, a job, <laughs> reporting to work <laughs> four days a week skiing in one of Idaho's premier ski resorts. But I wonder, would you rather take, if you had a four-day work week, which I'm, all, I'm on board with it, would you rather have the Monday off or the Friday off? I would pick the Friday.
5: I think I would, if I had to choose between Monday or Friday, I would pick Monday. But
3: ideally, I'd do like Wednesday.
1: Just in the middle of the week.
3: Yeah. Right. I don't think I've ever had anything but a six-day work week, but, mm. you know.
1: Yeah. Which <laughs> would you, yeah. Uh,
3: I like to have one day off a week. That's my goal.
1: Here And here's what I think, you know, people are, and we see it locally, whether it's, for example, Mizzou Police right now is hiring Missouri State Highway Patrol. They're having a big event coming up. Actually, I think it's on Election Day. Um, you've got all these factories, Hitachi, uh, just a bunch of folks, you're looking for people and they're, hey, you can bring your dog to work, you can do this. I mean, then people are just trying to go out of their minds. What can we offer because we just can't find people to work? And I think really the secret to all of this, and we see it all the time, I mean, people are, are like, you know, uh, midmohires.com, for example, and here at Zimmer, and here on on the radio stations, we have all these recruitment ads, and I think the one thing... I think the one thing that would help everybody, I don't care if you're in the service industry, production, whatever it is, the one thing I think would help everybody is an incentive, uh, more money.
5: Uh, yeah. I've heard of a lot of workplaces recently that have gone to working four tens. cite high gas prices as a reason. Yep. They're trying to give their employees a break from you know, commuting five days a week to save a little bit on their gas money
0: this is wake up mid-missouri with brandon E
4: I, that's still too high and the fed will have to hike which investors just won't like la
3: la 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 brandon i didn't know you could sing that well <laughs> very good that's that was better than your olivia rodrigo number
1: <laughs> uh-oh guess what's coming next Uh, That is NPR's uh, Robert Frazad uh, explaining what the Federal Reserve, what the feds did yesterday with the rate hike. He's using the Bee Gees, an old Bee Gees song, to explain what happened. What happened?
3: Uh, They bumped up the uh, rate by by three quarters of a point. And so essentially, they're, oh, here we go.
1: Barry Jones, she her up you're such a good singer I
3: <laughs> you, Taylor, how you love her. Oh God. in between right, the so they the- they did they hiked the interest rate by 75 basis points which is three quarters of a point and um they're they're trying to To deal with inflation, that's their way to do it. It, We're hiking the interest rate by more than we ever have. But really, it's making lending um, more expensive. And I keep seeing these tweets, and I told you this yesterday. I have not fact-checked it. I'm not a banker. But there's enough of them out there that I think it's true. Does that count?
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I think it's true. So that's the fact check. We've run it through the Ministry of Truth. And the Ministry of Truth this morning is Stephanie Bell's brain.
3: I mean, it's on the Internet. But what they're saying is, you know, mortgage rates, you know, you used to be able to like lock your mortgage in at what, like three? Um, I think my, I don't really know what mine is, but somewhere down there. Um, right now, it's uh, mortgage rates are at seven percent. And what this person is saying is that means a monthly payment of three thousand dollars buys you a four hundred and fifty thousand dollar house. Same time last year, a monthly payment of $3,000 bought you a $700,000 house. And so essentially, you know, it, and that's how people really buy, you know, you buy by what's my monthly payment going to be. Um, and, and now you just, you can't get as much. And and I think it, it is a fact, effect- I mean, my husband and I were talking about it just yesterday and I said, you know, we are going to need a new car. Um, cars are re- stupid expensive yeah. right now. And I'm thinking can we hold off long enough to save up enough cash to just pay cash? Because it'd be silly because even car loans, the the rate on them are, is terrible right now and I don't want to overpay. Um, but yeah, it's a effect- I mean, if I was basically, and I also looked at my, like we're never moving. Cause yeah, why would you, if you have a three and a half a mortgage at three or three and a half right now, why would you move and take, get a mortgage for 7 it it's insane.
1: You could live on the streets because the latest thing that the city of Columbia is doing they're paying they're paying an exorbitant amount of money for a a, a mobile shower to go and hose down the homeless folks. That's for real. They're doing that. They've allocated money um, for that. So you could live on the streets, get your shower.
3: There are a lot of RVs for sale. I think a lot of people bought RVs yes. during COVID. I've been seeing them all over, and it's tempting, honestly.
1: Eight seven four ninety three ninety. Timothy, welcome to the show. What is on your mind this morning?
2: Oh, my interest is waning, but it's still here. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, Points. it's almost. It's, it, you know, Biden has messed up this country so much, yeah. and the Democrats that they're trying to put a bandaid on it. It's not going to work because it's making, it, like, like Stephanie said. A Stephanie said, it's uh, raising everybody's ability to, to borrow money and to buy a house or buy a car. It's making it more expensive. So it's just like, it's a vicious cycle. It keep,
1: is it, when's it going to stop? Yep. Uh, Timothy, thank you. And I, I agree. We appreciate you being a part of the Wake Up Mid-Missouri family. And here's the thing. He's, he's ruining the country. And it's not just that. It, goes, it really does. It goes beyond that. He is ruining. And it's not just him.
3: And last night he said he's just getting started, by the way. Just
1: getting started. It's Democrats. They're not just ruining America. They are ruining people's lives. And that's for sure. Welcome to the show, Stephanie Bell, producer Hannah, John Marsh. My name is Brandon. Rather Brian Halsworth is here too. This Paul Pelosi stuff. So, guy, he is the uh, obviously the husband of House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. She's gone a lot. You know, she's got a gig in D.C. She goes to and she uh, <laughs> she does that. And he spends a lot of time at home. And sometimes Paul Pelosi and I have some stuff in common. <laughs>
3: uh-huh. You like to dance around in your underwear with a hammer?
1: <laughs> that Up is your Porsche. <laughs>
3: that is way too much information. Oh.
1: What we have in common is in my first marriage, whenever the wife was gone, one way or another, man, I was getting into trouble.
5: Okay, that part's not surprising to me.
1: And whatever Paul is... That's what Paul is doing. He's getting into trouble. So this report he gets... And by the way, I just want to say we're not making fun of the fact that he got attacked by some dude with a hammer at 2.30 in the morning. We're not doing that. Well, hopefully he's okay. But there's enough stuff in this report. And here's the thing. I want you to understand. You know how I am on conspiracy theories. Prove it to me. Prove it to me. Uh, I will trust, but I'm going to verify. I'm going to verify, okay? So conspiracy theories... I. But here's the thing with this story, and I'll go back to people's reputations precede them. When you have the husband of the Speaker of the House, Speaker of the House and her party, who goes around telling everybody in the country, our border is secure. There's no inflation. Things are good. They're lying. So everything they say following that, it is right to question and consider other possibilities, especially for a guy who may have a drinking problem, wrecked his Porsche, was drunk, will probably escape any kind of serious criminal charges. So there's enough here in this report. So we've got some options here. We can have Santa Claus read some of the report. Marsh, you're on board with this? Certainly. Steph? Let's do it. Hannah, you okay with this?
5: Uh, I'm outvoted anyways.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So your option was no.
5: I don't know. Is it disrespectful?
1: No, I don't think so. Um, because it's Santa Claus.
5: And it's I, weird. I am curious. Like, why did you have the idea to have Santa Claus record it? Because how did you arrive to that decision?
1: Again, when the adults run around, I get into trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I get into trouble up here. So, the next question, because there's just some crazy stuff. Then the next option is, do you want to hear Santa try or do you want to hear him reading this police report to the Dance of the Sugar Plum Fairies? Steph?
3: I like the music. <laughs> Let's do music.
1: Marsh? Yes. All right. Hannah? Since you're Whatever. Up- <laughs> okay. Santa Claus. Paul Pelosi uh, uh, assault uh, report. By the way, Hannah, you're going to love this. The same guy who did this, and I'm going to take away some of the magic here. Uh, it's not really Santa Claus. Dang it. There really is a Santa Claus, but this isn't... I didn't call Santa at the North Pole and say, Hey, yo, Santa, you got a few minutes to do a bit for us on our little show here? I suspect
3: he's a bit busy right now.
1: It's one of Santa's elves then, correct? He's the same elf that's done this for us. He's so right. Hannah's favorite character on the uh, on the Grab show. Grab
0: your tickets to the
1: gun show. Brandon's looking good.
5: This specific character gave you an ego. That's why it is not my favorite.
4: <laughs> okay, Paul Pelosi police report. Okay, let's see what we have here. Events at the Pelosi house in San Francisco, California. Ah, Santa loves the West Coast. On October 28th, 2022 at 2.23 a.m. Well, oh, what the heck is everyone doing awake? Mr. Claus doesn't even hang out until then. San Francisco Dispatch received a nine one one call from Paul Pelosi, located at the Pelosi residence in San Francisco, California. Pelosi stated words to the effect of "There is a mail in the home, and that the mail is going to wait for Pelosi's wife." Pelosi further conveyed that he does not know who the mail is. Here I am thinking it was letters to Santa. The mail said his name was David, at approximately two thirty one a.m. San Francisco Police Department Officer Colby Wilness responded to the Pelosi residence. Way to go, Colby. You'll make the nice list for sure. Colby knocked on the front door. When the door was opened, Pelosi and DePape were both holding a hammer with one hand. <laughs>
2: what? Okay,
4: Santa, that's
1: where it starts to get really weird. We're a minute into the story. It's 2:30 in the morning, wife's out of town, cops called at the house. And here's a couple of dudes in underwear with hammers answering the door together. Now, I don't know if they were holding hands. I did not see that in this police report. It's kind of weird. And again, not making fun of a guy who was attacked. But what we have to do and rightfully do is when you have somebody who is married to the Speaker of the House who runs around the country lying to us about the border is secure. There's no recession. There's no high crime. uh, Cashless bail is a good thing. All that stuff. You have to question what they tell you and I think that I'm okay with that I really am
3: and I mean don't they have security I mean that so like they have cameras I assume Um, you know I saw some tweets out there people who had visited the Pelosi home and they said yeah there's like they have staff they've got they've got people they've got cameras and so so you've got a dude in your house that you don't know that got by all of your security um, and then, like, he, he already has a hammer. And how did you get away to call 911 and just be like, um, hi, uh, hello? Uh, I mean, and then imagine if you're the police officer who shows up, and you're like, you know who these people are, and you, what you're like, ding-dong, and you open the door, and then you're just like, wait a minute. Hold on a sec.
5: Dwayne texted us at eight seven four ninety three ninety. He said, Paul and the guy was just hanging pictures.
1: at <laughs> <laughs> Three in the morning in their panties.
5: And
3: who's here? Ham- like, I've seen... I've seen differing reports about whose hammers these were like did the guy come with a hammer and did Paul Pelosi then just grab another hammer where did the guy where where did they get the hammers like if I need a hammer I have to like go to my garage I don't just have like hammers sitting out um like if I'm trying to injure somebody there are more like like kitchen knives I mean those things are like within reach there are other things that I could grab like why why two hammers I there have, have so many questions.
5: Don't break into Stephanie
3: Bell's house. You're gonna get knifed. Yeah, or I mean, you know, I have. Yeah, it's like uh, hammers would not be my weapon of choice. It is so
1: cartoonish.
3: <laughs> it, too- it, like if you were to write a silly story, it, this one would be hard. Like <laughs> it would be. Yeah, it would be hard to even make this up.
1: Uh, Brandon, via text, is this online somewhere? I got to share the Paul Pelosi police report, uh, with Santa Claus, right? It's not online. I guess it'll be, cause this, this is ours, by the way, this, we didn't uh, get this from a national service. This is in-house stuff, man. Um... It would be in the podcast, which you can check out every day on our websites, ninety three nine dot com and kwos dot com. So, let's just, there's more to this police report,
3: and we yeah, and Ed has a good question. Why is the broken glass on the outside of the house?
1: So, if you've seen some of the some of the video footage of it, you'll see that like there's broken glass because a guy broke into the house, but it's it's. Yeah, it's all weird. All right, more of Santa and, the, uh, and that Paul Pelosi police report. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathart. When the door was opened, Pelosi and DePe were both holding a hammer with one hand. All right, so that's where we left off. We're reading this. By the way, this is all public record, this police report uh, regarding the assault of Paul Pelosi. And I think uh, everybody is clear we are not making fun of what happened. It is fair and it is right when you have somebody this high up in the political realm and all the the lies that are told there is it is reasonable to question what is in this police report and some of the other things they show up the dude Paul Pelosi wasn't assaulted until police were there by the way you know who they called when they were in trouble police they called the police the same party that wants to defund the police there's more to this report quick phone call 87493 we're going to continue with Santa Claus reading this police report uh, da name? Uh, right. Bill. Your, Bill, welcome into the show, Bill. What's your name? What, what can we do for you?
2: Well, I was just listening to your report and how you made fun of somebody getting injured. Okay, so we're, I, just I so, was, just
1: so we're clear, so you understand and have the facts. We just said we are not making fun of a person getting assaulted.
2: Yeah, but the part that I tuned into was Mm -hmm. the part where you were laughing about it. So I didn't catch it from the beginning. So just as someone who dials into your radio in the middle of it, that's where I got from you all.
1: Yeah, well, sure. Yeah, and more context. It's the c-word, Bill. Thank you for the phone call. I assure you, we've set it up several times. We are not making fun of the fact that he got assaulted. We're informing. What is public record? We appreciate you listening.
3: We're asking a lot of questions about how this all went down because it, it, it's
5: absurd, honestly. That's kind of I think what we're laughing at is the fact that the details are so bizarre. It's wonky.
3: Well, and I think it's and and
1: Bill, we do appreciate you taking time out of your day to call and and share your uh, thoughts. Uh, it's that perception. You know, we talk about reality and perception. That's Bill's reality. That's what he perceived, and that is not the reality. All right. More than so we've already discerned we've had the two the police show up and Pelosi and DePape at the door together, this according to the report, and then they they're together, they're standing there together. And I think at least Pelosi was in his
4: underwear. They have hammers and that's where we pick up the rest of this report. And De Pape had his other hand holding on to Pelosi's forearm. I hope those hammers were from Fisher Price. Someone could get injured. Pelosi greeted the officers. Then they asked him what was going on. DePape responded that everything was good. Officers then asked Pelosi and DePape to drop the hammer. DePape pulled the hammer from Pelosi's hand and swung the hammer. He's making my naughty list for sure. He struck Pelosi in the head. Officers immediately went inside and were able to restrain DePape. While officers were restraining DePape, Pelosi appeared to be unconscious on the ground. So Paul Hi. Pelosi, so the cops show up.
3: Why didn't... But he wasn't injured when they got there.
1: Wasn't injured. The dude's holding his arm. They each have a hammer. Paul Pelosi's in his underwear. They're standing there at the door. Three o'clock in the morning. What are the cops doing? They're watching to pay... Hit Paul Pelosi in the head, and I hope he is okay. I don't...
3: if, If he was, like, really... I mean, why wouldn't they get there and immediately detain... The unknown guy with the hammer. I don't
1: because those cops know that's Paul Pelosi standing. He's the old dude in the underwear. You got to know that.
3: But what about the other guy? If, yeah. if you had a like, if you had an intruder, why wouldn't the first action yes. be to like detain or cuff the intruder? Why was he? I don't. I just. I mean, again, we sh- If people, if there's a crazy person in your house and the cops show up, they should get that person. I don't understand why. Yeah, it's just I'm so crazy.
1: confused. Uh, Eric says, uh, Bill's not wrong. Your entire approach is making a mockery of a serious incident. Uh, I appreciate your uh, comments. Uh, I'll tell you, it's in the minority. Our text is blowing up, actually. It is blowing up. Um, and, and I, you know, you, that's your, that's the way you take it. We appreciate you listening, uh, Eric, and we hope that you have a good day. And we're glad that you're here getting informed on things that should be questioned. The whole thing is weird and here's why we are right